Hello and welcome back to Global Value. In today's video, we're performing a fundamental stock analysis of Humana Inc, ticker symbol HUM, HUM. We're looking at Humana today as a subscriber request. Currently, the business is trading for $491.93 per share. Over the last year, their stock price is up 15%, which is in sharp contrast to the S&P 500, which is down over this period. Over five years, Humana is compounding at a rate of 13% annually. Over 10 years, the company's stock price is compounding at a rate of 21% annually. And going back prior to the global financial crisis, over the last nearly 18 years, Humana is compounding its stock price at a rate of 16%. In addition to this, Humana also pays out dividends. Right now, they have a 0.6% dividend yield, which is well below that of the yield from an S&P 500 ETF. However, this would be in addition to this compounded annual return. Still, throughout this period, Humana's share price has increased by more than 14 times, and they've drastically outperformed the market over the past two decades. Humana is currently trading around the middle of their 52-week high and their 52-week low. They're about $80 away from each. About 2% of the company's shares outstanding are currently sold short, and Humana has about a $62 billion market cap. So for additional background about the company, Humana is one of the largest private health insurers in the United States with a focus on administering Medicare Advantage plans. The firm has built a niche specializing in government-sponsored programs with nearly all of its medical memberships stemming from individual and group Medicare Advantage, Medicaid, and the military's TRICARE program. The firm is also a leader in standalone prescription drug plans for seniors enrolled in traditional fee-for-service Medicare. Humana offers employer-based plans primarily for small businesses along with specialty insurance offerings such as dental, vision, and health. Beyond medical insurance, the company provides other healthcare services, including primary care services, at-home services, and pharmacy benefit management. As of the end of 2021, the company had approximately 17 million members in medical benefit plans, as well as approximately 5 million members in specialty products. Humana Inc. was founded in 1961 and is headquartered in Louisville, Kentucky. So for our fundamental analysis today, we are performing the select six analysis, taking a checklist style approach of six standard financial metrics to come to a holistic and beginning understanding of Humana based off of their business fundamentals. So this is an evolving and adapting process, so it's going to be improving over time. It also serves as an opportunity to learn in public. So with that said, let's get right into today's analysis. Starting things off with metric number one, we want their average return on capital over the last five years to be above 14%. And there are two key reasons for this. The first is that over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock is likely to return approximately what its underlying business returns, and these business returns are going to be captured here by return on capital. The second is that the average publicly listed business earns about a 7% return on capital, so by asking for a benchmark of 14% or higher, we can potentially build in some margin of safety for ourselves based off the overall quality of the business being about twice as good as average. In the case of Humana, they've earned above average returns on capital in all five of these years. They peaked at about 23 3% returns on capital in 2020. Since then, this has come down to about the mid-teens, and they've been just slightly over that 14% benchmark over the past two years. Averaged out, however, Humana is earning about a 17.5% return on capital in a given year. So these returns are more than double that of a typical business, and this is coming in a few percentage points above that 14% benchmark we were looking for. So this is a check to start things off here on metric number one for Humana. Next up for metric number two, here we're taking a high level overview of the growth of the company. So we're looking for revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth over the last five years. And this metric is all or nothing in nature. Either all three of these are going to be up for this to be a check, or if even one of these is down, this entire metric will be an X. So Humana has experienced very stable and very
very steady revenue growth throughout this period. Their revenues have grown at a pretty strong clip, growing by more than 63% over the last five years. Their earnings are also up 67% over this time frame, and their free cash flows have more than doubled. So this is strong growth across the board here for Humana. This is a check on metric number two, and it's especially great to see such strong free cash flow growth leading the charge here, as free cash flow is really the lifeblood of any business. And a business can use its free cash flows to reinvest back in the company, make acquisitions, buy back shares, pay down debt, or pay dividends. Ultimately, a business's abilities to produce free cash flows now and until judgment day, discounted back by some reasonable interest rate, is what that business is going to be worth. So again, great to see such strong growth for Humana here. Next up for metric number three, here we're taking the perspective of an individual shareholder in the business by looking at Humana on a per share basis. So we're looking for earnings per share growth over the last five years. So in our previous metric, we learned that their earnings are up by 67% over this time frame. However, we still want to take a look at what the company has done in terms of their shares outstanding and likely a strong sign for long-term shareholders in the business. Over the last five years, Humana has bought back about 8% of their shares outstanding. So this is important because when you purchase a share of stock in a business, what you're really buying is a fractional ownership percentage of that underlying business. And so when a business buys back shares, they're increasing your ownership percentage in the business, which is ultimately going to increase the percentage of the business's profits that you're entitled to without you having to spend a dime. So it's almost as if the company is making a partial acquisition of itself. And so just like with any other acquisition, we want the company to be getting more value than the price that they're paying. In practical terms, this means that we want businesses buying back their shares when the company's share price is trading for below its intrinsic value and it looks like an attractive use of their capital relative to some of their other business opportunities. Because Humana has had both fewer shares outstanding and stronger earnings as well, this is strong earnings per share growth here for the business and this is a check on metric number three. Next up for metric number four, we're looking for something very similar. So here we're looking for free cash flow per share growth over the last five years. This is going to be a similar story to their earnings with their free cash flows having more than doubled over the previous five years and the company having bought back 8% of their shares outstanding. This is strong free cash flow per share growth for the business. So this is another check here on metric number four. And so far through our first four metrics, Humana is a perfect four for four. Next up for metric number five, here we're evaluating how the business is utilizing debt. So we don't wanna be investing in overly levered businesses because during economic downturns, it's overly levered businesses that are gonna be at the greatest risk of poor outcomes. We want their net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments to be below the amount of free cash flow that the business has produced over the last five years. In 2021, the company acquired the remaining 60% of Kindred at Home, which is the nation's largest home health and hospice provider. This is for an enterprise value of $8.1 billion, and it included Humana's existing equity value of $2.4 billion, which was associated with their 40% minority ownership stake. So Humana did take on some more debt to facilitate this purchase in 2021. Since then, the company has been prioritizing paying this down, and they've repaid about $4 billion worth of debt in their past year alone. Currently, Humana has $6.3 billion worth of net debt, and over the last five years, the company has produced $15.2 billion worth of free cash flow. This means that the company looks like it is strongly cash flow generative relative to the debt that they're employing in their business. So even when their net debt position was at its peak during this period, it still looks like the business would have been very easily able to support their debt loads. And in the past year, Humana's produced just under $3.5 billion worth of free cash flow. So they'd be able to pay off all of their existing net debt with just about two years worth of free cash flow. So this is a strong check here on metric number five. 
As it looks like relative to the debt that Humana is employing in their business, they're strongly cash flow generative. So to recap, we are still a perfect five for five on our analysis today. Let's see if Humana has what it takes to go six for six and be a perfect select six stock. So our sixth and final metric, the big metric of them all, we want their average free cash flow to their total enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this will potentially offer us a reasonable starting point for an intrinsic value of Humana, and it will potentially offer us a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury. So Humana right now has a $68 billion total enterprise value, and we're using their total enterprise value because it takes into account both their market cap and their net debt position, and it's going to give us a perspective of the business that's more similar to as if Humana were a private company. So as we previously learned, Humana has produced $15.2 billion worth of free cash flow over the last five years meaning that in an average year, the company is producing about $3 billion worth of free cash flow. So when we divide their $3 billion of their average free cash flow by their $68 billion total enterprise value, that gives us about a 4.4% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield for the business. So while that is slightly above the yield of the 10-year treasury, that's just slightly below that 5% risk premium we're ideally seeking. And so unfortunately, all the way at the end here, this is going to be our first and only X of the day coming in on metric number six for Humana. Worth being aware of as well is that over their last fiscal year, Humana has produced about three and a half billion dollars worth of free cash flow. So when we divide their 2022 cash flows of three and a half billion dollars by their $68 billion total enterprise value, that does give us about a 5.1% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield for the business. So that would be on the opposite side of that 5% risk premium. So even though these two are split on an average and a current basis, and this is an X on metric number six, it does still look like Humana could be an interesting business to dig into and learn more about, especially as the company had such a strong showing on all of our other metrics. Just because that's the case though, doesn't mean that you're gonna run out and go buy this business. This, this type of analysis is not financial advice. And while these metrics are simple, when they're combined together, they can be very powerful. And we've still got something interesting to cover about Humana. Then as a bonus here, we're taking a look at Humana's dividend profile. So currently Humana pays out a modest 0.6% dividend yield. Just like with other businesses that steadily pay out dividends, we want to do the work to understand that business's fundamentals and to make sure that if the dividend is part of the consideration of why you're investing into a business, that it would be healthy and supported by that business's free cash flows. So in all five of these years, even with their lowest amounts of free cash flow in 2021, because of some of the accounting done for that Kindred at Home acquisition, Humana has been very easily able to support their dividend payouts with their free cash flows. In addition to buying back 8% of their shares over this time frame, Humana has also increased their dividend payouts per share, and it looks like relative to the amounts of free cash flow that the business is producing, that Humana should have a stable and pretty healthy dividend going forward as well, as the company has both a very modest dividend yield and a very modest dividend payout ratio compared to their free cash flows. Then everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze Humana, which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to come to a potential fair intrinsic value for Humana. So a discounted cash flow model is just like any other model in any other discipline. Its outputs are gonna be sensitive to its inputs, so here we're starting with their current free cash flows and using historical growth assumptions for how Humana has grown their free cash flows dating back over the past 30 years to give us a baseline projected estimate into the future. So it's up to you to do your own homework here to determine whether or not these historical growth assumptions are going to be accurate and applicable for the business going forward. 
If we assume that Humana can grow its free cash flows at a rate of about 11.5% annually over the next 10 years, then we assume a terminal stage for the 10 years out after that, where this growth rate declines to about 6% annually. If we were seeking a 15% rate of return from the company, which is the rate of return that Warren Buffett is ideally looking for from his investments, and we add in the company's tangible book value, which gives us an approximation of the tangible net worth of the business, then it looks like at today's valuations, a potential fair value for Humana is just under $400 per share, coming in around $399. That's about $92 below their current stock price. So based off of this, it doesn't look like there would necessarily be a margin of safety in the business and that the company would be trending toward being more overvalued than even fairly valued. Keep in mind again that the assumptions that you're going to use here are really going to be everything for this model and that a discounted cash flow model is really based off the predictability of a business's future free cash flows. Given the nature of Humana's business as a health insurance company, especially because so much of their business is linked to the United States government, they have tended to have a higher level of predictability in their business over the past than some other types of businesses. However, that's no guarantee for the business going forward. So it's worth being mindful that this type of analysis is not financial advice, it's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security, and before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed and registered legal and financial professionals. So in just a minute, we'll talk about our summary for Humana, but we have to address something first. What are some of the qualitative aspects of this business, especially those that support either a potential long or a potential short thesis of the company? So starting with some of the key points around a potential long thesis for Humana, Number one, Humana's growth trajectory looks strong with management aiming for 11% to 15% earnings per share growth over the long run. Number two, Humana enjoys industry-leading customer satisfaction metrics that positively influence its brand and reputation in the consumer-driven Medicare Advantage and Medicaid insurance sectors. And number three, with its prowess in Medicare Advantage plans, Humana looks likely to benefit from strong demographic trends and the increasing popularity of that program. Then for some of the key points around a potential short thesis of the company, number one, as competitors increasingly focus on the Medicare Advantage market for growth, Humana may eventually face threats to its top tier position in that attractive market. Number two, with its relatively concentrated operations or significant regulatory changes in its target markets could have an amplified effect on Humana's bottom line compared to its peers. And number three, healthcare policy change may remain a key threat to private insurers like Humana until affordable universal coverage is achieved in the United States. So hopefully that offers a balanced perspective around some of the key qualitative aspects of the business. Now it's time for our wrap up. So in summary, Humana checks the box on five out of six of our metrics today. The business was very close to becoming a select six stock, and they were just slightly off when it came to looking at their average free cash flows to their enterprise value, as that was not offering us that risk premium that we were ideally seeking in comparison to the yield of the 10-year treasury. However, there is the potential for that risk premium to be there on a current basis of their free cash flows. The company looks like it's also utilizing an appropriate and reasonable amount of debt that's easily supported by their free cash flows on both an average in a current basis. They bought back 8% of their shares over the last five years, and the business has grown very strongly as well, earning above average returns on capital of about 17.5% over the course of this time. So it's seemingly been a very strong showing for Humana over the last five years, and the company has outperformed the S&P 500 over the past nearly 20 years. The company's dividends, while modest, both based off of their yield and their dividend payout ratio, look like they are very healthily supported by the company's free cash flows. 
and their free cash flows are likely to be benefited in the future from Humana closing on their Kindred at Home acquisition of their 60% remaining stake in the company in 2021. Finally, performing a discounted cash flow analysis of Humana. If you've done the work and you believe that those historical growth assumptions are going to be accurate and applicable going forward for the business, and you were ideally seeking a 15% rate of return from Humana, then it looks like a potential intrinsic value for Humana based off today's valuation of the company is around $399 per share. So there are reasons, again, why this may not be potentially accurate and applicable for the business going forward. So it's worth reiterating that this type of analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with your financial advisor. This analysis instead serves as a beginning and holistic understanding to help you determine whether it's worth your time and energy to dig in and learn more about Humana. One resource that will definitely help you stay up to speed with what's going on in the market and help you learn more about the business is Seeking Alpha. Checking out Seeking Alpha directly supports the channel as I'm part of their affiliate program. So most of you probably know Seeking Alpha as a source of community written articles on different stocks. But over the past little while, they've actually become a lot more than that with their new offering, which is Seeking Alpha Premium. Premium has a number of different features where you can track buy, hold, and sell ratings on your favorite stocks. These ratings are from the Seeking Alpha community, Wall Street analysts, and Seeking Alpha's algorithm. You can see earnings call transcripts, investor presentations, SEC filings, and press releases all in one place. You can add your own margin of safety targets and get alerts for when your favorite stocks hit that level. You can get unlimited access to Seeking Alpha articles, and you can tailor your reading experience based on the type of investor you are. You can get 10 years of financial data on any stock to help you with your analysis. You can also import your portfolio into your Seeking Alpha dashboard to make researching easier. And if that didn't convince you, the best thing is that an annual plan is only 119 bucks. That's just 33 cents per day through my referral link down in the description below. Normally premium is $239, but if you use my link, it's 50% off. So check it out if you're interested. So through this deeper research, you'll learn more about the qualitative and the quantitative aspects of the business and you'll likely be able to determine for yourself what a reasonably appropriate intrinsic value for Humana will be. So as a value investor, you're ultimately trying to conduct this research as if you're gonna own 100% of a business, and you can truly understand the ins and outs of that company, learning about the business accurately, completely, and then going back and asking yourself, what did you miss? To come to an understanding of the underlying essence of the business. So with that said, that's it for today's fundamental stock analysis of Humana Inc, ticker symbol HUM. Again, we looked at the business as a subscriber request, we had previously looked at one of Humana's peers, United Healthcare, and that was also a very popular and very heavily requested business to look at. So I'm happy to make an analysis of Humana, and if you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about Humana with me, and have a great day.